0: So it has been, it has been a a hard year. It's been a hard year. It started out pretty good. It started out with actually a pretty amazing move of God, but it went downhill pretty quick. It didn't take long before we were thirsty, dying of thirst, dying for a drink until the Lord rescued us from that. And then we dealt with hunger. We hungered this year. It's been a hard year until the Lord brought us food. It's. It's been a hard year. You know, we were facing a battle. We had a battle in front of us, but the Lord redirected and that was good. We were redirected away from battle with the Philistines and that was good. But then we later on, we had to encounter Amalek who represents the kingdom of darkness and Satan. And we had to battle a really hard spiritual battle. And if it wasn't for the intercession of the Redeemer, It just would have taken us out. It's been a hard year. It's been a hard year. It had its ups and downs. There was a time that we had a power encounter with God. But in our stubbornness, it didn't take long before we fell spiritually. We sinned. We sinned this year. We sinned a great and grave sin. We even built a little calf and worshipped it and called it Hashem. And we said, this is Hashem. And we worshipped it and we danced and cavorted around it in an unholy way. We had infighting. We had death. We had punishment. We had judgment. It's been a hard year. It's been a hard year. Everybody know what I'm talking about. The children of Israel, right? It's been a hard year. This was their first year out of the gate. (laughs) First year out of the gate. Started out with an amazing move of God. Rescued from what held them back for many, many years. It Only took three days before they wanted to go back to that hell that they were rescued from. It's been a hard year complaining against God. Anybody have a hard year? I use, Peter never has a hard year. I use year metaphorically or allegorically. It might have been a hard day or a hard decade. A hard pandemic, hard two years. It's been hard. (laughs) It's been a hard day (laughs) tonight. It's been hard. And we sinned. And we turned our back against God. And the hell, like I said, the slavery that he rescued us out of, we just wanted to go back into the mud and the muck that we were taken out of and cleansed from. We sinned, we built an idol, and we worshipped an idol. It was a tough year. But at the end of this one year, this very hard year, when we were not our best, and we were not our holiest, and we were not our most faithful, the glory of God, which was up on the mountaintop, unattainable, came down from that mountain like a river flowing from a mountain and descended upon the work of our hands. And God's presence filled the camp Securing his presence with us forever after such a rough year, after a sinful year, a backsliding year, a complaining year, God still descended from the unattainable to the attainable. Why? Would a holy God even do that after such a hard year? It's because he wants to. It's because that's his plan and purpose from the beginning anyway. From the time of the exile from the Garden of Eden until now. His purpose is proximity with us. His purpose... Is proximity. Oh, I'll call that alliteration and raise it one too. His passion is proximity. His passion is proximity. It's his goal. It's his directive. If it's what he wants to do. There are so many sermons about like, oh, how to become closer with God. But God wants to be close with you. And what we learned from Moses in our Torah portion after such a hard year, spiritual battle, literally battling demons in Amalek. He descends and makes his presence real in the camp because that is his grace personified, his presence in your life. Is not related to how well you're living it. And I know there's sin, and he hates sin, and we all should hate sin, but I gotta tell you something there's something greater than your propensity to sin, and that is his love for you. It's even greater. Then your ability to live a righteous life and to do it perfectly. Yeah, they backslid his presence is among them. They wanted to go back to Egypt. His presence came down among them. They had spiritual demonic battle. His presence was among them. They complained. They didn't want to be there anymore. They wanted to go back. Anybody Has anybody ever been taken out of a lifestyle that was hell? And then you just want to go back. I think addicts understand this a little bit. When you're pulled out of something dark and you just want to go back to it later, none of that stopped God from being in the presence of his people and pouring out his kavod, his glory in the camp. Because that's what he does. Because that's how much he wants to spend time with you. That is how much he loves you, and that is how much, how high his love is for you. We talk about, well, your sin will separate you from God, and I get it, I get it, I get it, but somewhere it says that neither heights, nor depths, nor angels, nor principalities. Somebody help me. There's a lot to memorize in that verse nor powers, nor heights, nor depths, or any created thing will separate us from the love of God that is in our Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. Nothing that is not a nothing but this. That is not a nothing but my struggle. That is not a nothing but my backslide. That is not a nothing but my attitude. Or nothing but my lack of spending quiet time. He loves to be with you. And this is his grace. That even when we're not pursuing him. He's there. The glory Came down from that mountain like a waterfall, like an avalanche. And hit that Mishkan and it never left. And it stayed with them the whole time. And it exemplifies and foreshadows the walking in the spirit. Because when it went, they had to follow. And when it went, they had to follow. And I tell you something right now. Something greater than the temple is among us. Come on, somebody. Come on. Something greater than the temple is here. See, something very unusual happened with this. Even though he came into proximity with the people, there is still a limitation. Moses, who knows all about being in the presence of God. He was in the tent of meeting, the other tent of meeting, the one that was like outside the camp, this little tent that he saw. He knew how to get into that tent and, and fellowship and commune with God. And then he was up on the mountain so much that his, when he came down, his face shone. He knew how to be in the presence of God. He knew how to be in the presence of God. But when the glory came into the tabernacle, he couldn't enter. This is somebody who knows what it's like to be in God's presence, but it was so thick he couldn't enter. The one that was up on the mountain, so much that his that his face radiated with the glory of God didn't enter. Why could he not enter? Because there was still even in, the ta- in that tabernacle, which is the temple system, there was still a limitation Yeshua said something greater than the temple is here. He couldn't enter in that is the same tabernacle when it says in Matthew that the veil was torn. The same tabernacle where Matthew said the veil was torn. There's something greater than the temple was here. Because that tabernacle system even though he was the presence was there, there was still a limitation. You had to be a certain amount of clean. You had to be clean. You had to be tahor, clean, to enter in. There was still limitation of entering that tabernacle. Lepers were not allowed to enter. There's something greater than the temple here. Yeshua went to the leper and touched what was unclean. Something greater than the temple, something greater than the tabernacle is here, and that is the Mashiach. That is the Mashiach. The woman with the issue of blood did not have, would not have the ability to enter in because of her uncleanliness. Yeshua touched her. Something greater than the temple is here. Who loves to spend time with you. Who loves to be in your presence. So if you're thinking that I've fallen too far. Then this message is for you. Haven't fallen so far where God doesn't want to be in your presence. Don't ever think that our King doesn't love you. It's in our relationship with Him when we see this husband and wife connection and this husband and wife analogy. I could tell you something that if Susie goes away for a weekend or something like that, it's not long before I'm starting to get jittery. It's not long. I mean, maybe the first couple of minutes, I'm like, "Man, I got the whole house to myself." I'm just gonna. But it doesn't take long. When are you coming home? 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 home?" And it's the same thing. Believe me, if I'm out like in New Jersey, you know, with family, it doesn't take long before I'm getting the calls. When are you coming home? Because that's how God is with us. When are you coming home? When are you coming home? Proximity is his passion. I will never leave you or forsake you. Yeshua said at the end. I will never. It's not a never but. It's a never it's a Nunca. <laughs> Thank you, Father. So know this. Know that his presence in the camp after a hard year. And it's been a hard year. Does anybody relate to that? Again, I say it metaphorically. It's a hard season. Even with all that difficulty, he still came down. What do we learn from that? Nothing will separate you from the love of God. That is in the Messiah. And always know that. What did the thief on the cross have? It was a hard year for him too. A Hard life. But what did he have at the end? He had proximity. In that last moment, he had proximity. And it was that moment of proximity that ushered him into the kingdom of heaven. Proximity is God's passion. And if he, was pro- if he had proximity to that thief... How much more does he have proximity to you and desire it? So don't ever think that God doesn't love you or you're too unworthy for God or you're too unholy for God. The whole concept of the Messiah is that the fullness of God dwells bodily. That's the whole concept. That Yeshua didn't see his equality with God, something to be attained to, grasped, grasped, achieved, robbed, however you want to translate it. But he lowered himself. He lowered himself to be with us. And he's still with us. And he's still with you. In your hard year, he's still with you. So it's been hard. It's been a hard year. But there's something greater than how hard the year has been. And that's the love of God that's in the Messiah Yeshua. Available. Baruch Hashem. In Yeshua's name. Amen.